You are listening to a sermon from the Mulvane Church of Christ in Mulvane, Kansas. Subscribe in your favorite podcatching app or find and listen to any sermon online at mulvanechurch.com slash sermons. Tonight, 2 Thessalonians 2, we're going to read 13 to 15. We just had the pronouncements that before the end came, there's going to be this great falling away and that uh, there'd be these false wonders which misled people and uh, it would be a, a test to see if they loved the truth or if they took pleasure in wickedness and they would be deceived and they'd be glad to be deceived and God would help them be deceived with a deluding influence because they didn't love the truth so as to be saved. But... So after having this terrible thing, we have one of these, like in Ephesians 2, you were dead in your sins and trespasses, but we have one of these hopeful buts. That was them, but this is you. Verse 13, 2 Thessalonians 2, but we should always give thanks to God for you. Brethren, beloved by the Lord, because God has chosen you from the beginning for salvation through sanctification by the Spirit and faith in the truth. And it was for this he called you through our gospel, so that you may gain the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. So then, brethren, stand firm and hold to the traditions which you were taught, whether by word of mouth or by letter from us. So if we look at the key words here in this wonderful reason Paul gives for prayer, Brethren, you're beloved of the Lord. God loves you, he says, and God chose you. So you are chosen and you are loved. Well, why? Well, you don't take pleasure in wickedness. Uh, You're faithful to the Lord. You seek those things which he has revealed. You're led by his spirit. And so you're chosen from the beginning for salvation through sanctification by the spirit and faith in the truth. So here's one of these... uh, gospel summaries because he can't say everything Paul's not going to give every word about salvation he gives a few words about salvation but here's this summary of it a divine summary of the way of salvation sanctification by the spirit and faith in the truth and so a faithful life a sanctified life because you're led by the spirit you're led in truth of course who who is the spirit of truth it's the spirit who's who guides us in the truth So there's a lot of overlap between sanctification by the Spirit and faith in the truth. And so sanctified life, as the Spirit guides us, as the Spirit leads us, as He teaches us in truth, and it's not just that He teaches that in truth, but we have faith in it. We we live by it. We love it. We, We set our hope on it. It's not just that we know but it's that we trust. I heard a speaker the other day, he was talking about theology and the impact of theology on people's lives. And he talked about how just a knowledge of theology, and he uses, he used seminary students and people who have advanced degrees in theology as, a, as an example. He, he asked rhetorically the question, he said, are these people more faithful to their wives than just you know, normal people in the pews? And he said, I don't think so. He said, I bet when it comes to faithfulness, 
He said, I bet they're worse off than those who don't have these advanced degrees. He says, and he pointed out because they, they know much, but they don't trust in it. They, they've studied it, but they don't love it. Well, those who took pleasure in wickedness, well, they got deluded. That was in the prior verses. Here are people who are faithful in the truth, loved of God, chosen for salvation, and they're sanctified, and they're faithful. Verse 14, it was for this, for this purpose of sanctification in the Spirit and faith in the truth, it was for this that he called you through our gospel. So what's the means by which we come to this relationship? What's the means by which we come to this knowledge of God by which we should come to love and trust him? It's by the gospel with the purpose that you might gain, so that you may, that you might gain the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so here is our faithful Lord who has promised us uh, in in a great uh, act of of condescension to us, a great act of grace to us. He's offered to share his glory with us, right? He's offered to share his glory. And you think about how jealous, and zealous God is to the scriptures for his glory. What about when somebody erects an idol and they glorify that as though it's God? What about when people glorify men or glory in things of the world? God hates it when people come and try to steal his glory. But in this case, it's not a glory stolen. It's not a glory misapplied. It's a glory given. Given to us in Christ because we were faithful. Did we come to Christ to seek glory? We came to Christ in humility. We came to Christ in contrition. We came to Christ in confession. But when we come to him in that kind of faith, what does he do? He gives us his glory, and he's glad to do so. And there's no jealousy there, because it's freely given to those who are in him. So then, brethren, stand firm. So there's all that deception of wickedness in the prior verses. There's all those things that would, uh, this mystery of lawlessness already at work. Don't listen to any of that. You hold firm to the traditions which you were taught. I thought we were against tradition. Certain traditions we're certainly against. We're against traditions of men. We're against all kinds of traditional error. We're against all kinds of traditions that are outside of Christ. But what were these people taught? They were taught by word of mouth, so so spoken, or by letter, by writing. From whom? From us. From the apostles. And so, yeah, we, we very definitely have a tradition, but our tradition is what the apostles said. Our tradition, uh, our, our, the thing we conform to, that body of teaching, uh, which is ours, is the one from the apostles. Now, yes, generally, in the New Testament, uh, traditions are presented in a negative way. There's 13 mentions of traditions, uh, and most of them uh, nine times. Uh, It's Jewish traditions. It's those traditions people had added uh, to the law or uh, had uh, brought in from the world, Colossians 2.8. But in this verse and two others as well, uh, 1 Corinthians 11.2 and 2 Thessalonians 3.6, in three passages, one of them being this one, traditions are spoken of in a positive way, but which traditions? Again, the apostles' traditions. So the summary of key words here. We're loved by the Lord. We're chosen by God. For what? Sanctification and faith. How'd that come? By the gospel. And that's the tradition 
the apostle said, to hold fast to and nothing else. Thank you for listening to this sermon from the Mulvane Church of Christ. Additional sermons and information available at mulvanechurch.com. Come see what a difference the Bible way makes.